0: Active listening skills are really important in communication and they help to pass your message across. Now, this might not seem obvious, but you're not going to be effective at communicating except if you're paying attention in the first place and gauging the responses that you're getting from the other person, in this case, the bride or the groom. So once you're able to gauge Um, how much understanding they have of what you've put out there and how they're reacting to what your proposal is and things of that nature, then you're going to know how to refine your communications process and try again to make sure that you are effective in communicating. So that's the reason why listening skills are really important, especially active listening skills. Now, um, what's the difference between active listening skills and passive listening skills, as the professionals would uh, say? Um, I'm not going to go into any technical details. Remember that uh, I like to take a working definitions approach. So I am just using um, definitions that the everyday man, the common man like you and me can relate to. And those people who are communications professionals, you know, those of you who studied mass communications or you are in the comms media and stuff like that, you guys can uh handle all the technical um definitions. So uh back when my old man was uh telling me about this stuff when I was much younger, basically the attitude that he came at it from was that uh what we do in school, at least in Nigeria anyway, uh we're taught passive listening skills. So you're there And there is the uh, stimuli being thrown at you. And you just sit there, sit still, and hopefully you're going to be able to absorb some of the stuff by osmosis. So that is what passive listening skills are. So um, remember, back then in the classroom, we'd be there, you know, 30 of us or 100 of us, uh, as was the case in St. Gregory's College in southwest Ikoi, as I like to call it. So in uh, St. Gregory's College in Oberlin, there were about 100 people in my class. Some classes even had up to 150. But bottom line is if we all sat down and we kept quiet passively, we would be able to uh, get all the information that was being um, thrown at us. Now, maybe for that stage of life and for those purposes, for academic purposes, passive listening is fine. Just be perfectly still, don't make a sound and everything would be fine. But for the purpose of business, we have to listen um, actively. We have to use um, active listening um, techniques. And what are these techniques? There are lots of them, depending on who you're listening to or who you are reading. But for now, I'm going to come up with three easy things that my old man uh, told me. And okay, well, actually, he only told me about uh, two things because the time that we had this conversation, uh, mobile phones hadn't been invented yet. Well, mobile phones had been invented, uh, correction, but uh, we didn't have mobile phones back in Nigeria at the time that me and the old man had this um, conversation. So the the tip for mobile phones is something that I've learned um, after the fact, or rather after our conversation, and as mobile phones became much more um, popular, which was, I think, back when I was in uni, I think my final year in uni. So... um, okay so might as well go on with the uh mobile phone tips so one active listening skill that we can use when we are with our clients um, with our brides and our grooms is we have to do our best to pay attention and to avoid distraction that is sort of like the principle the age old principle that everybody would tell you including folks like um Uh, my old man who was a journalist so uh, journalists communications professionals um, you know communication specialists folks like that they'll say pay attention and avoid distractions so uh, that would include stuff like um, turning off the tv if you guys are in a place where um, there's a tv um, turning the radio down you know limiting uh, sounds um, stuff like that so uh that's it pretty much um what the old school person would say, but the thing is, with the advent of mobile phones, we now have one more avenue for <coughs> distractions when we're having meetings with our clients because it's not um it happens often sometimes it's our fault, sometimes it's the fault of the bride or the groom because um they left their phone on and they left it on ring and so they're taking phone call after phone call after phone call and of course each phone call comes in they spend two minutes taking the phone call that takes us off the agenda and that slows uh, things down so uh, when it's them i guess there's very little that we can do about it there are some assertive techniques that you can use to get them to uh, mute or put it aside or something like that but i'll make that the subject of another podcast so for now we'll just pay attention to when Um, we are the ones who are running foul and things that we can do to, uh, limit the distractions. So this is where the conversation on phones comes in. Um, some people say turn off your phone when you're at the client meeting. If you're doing a good job, your client meeting should not take more than 15 minutes. I mean, okay. If you're a wedding planner, Realistically speaking, sometimes it could go 30 or maybe 45 minutes because there's a lot to talk about And I've noticed that a lot of the wedding planners I run into are really very personable and very chatty so you guys could get caught up in all the personal stuff and building rapport and um, It wouldn't be unusual for a meeting to go one hour for instance. I was at one of those meetings Um, Of course, I got my own stuff easy over and done quickly and uh, so at the 30 minute mark when the videographer and I were leaving it looked like this conversation was going to keep going on and on and on so um, step one and the easiest thing would be switch off your phones if you are not going to um, if you're not going to switch off your phone because you think it might be an important call or something like that then keep your phone out of sight so I've seen some people um put the phone for instance on a chair which is um out of sight away from the bride or groom now that cuts um distractions for them because if you have to keep if the phone was visible and on the table and you had to keep looking at it every five minutes then they might think you know this girl is not serious or this guy is not serious. This photographer is not serious. He's not even paying attention to this conversation But at least if the phone were to the side on the chair and your eyes were to keep darting at it every five minutes uh, In theory, they wouldn't know that you are distracted But actually they would pretty much would catch on to the fact that something else is uh, getting your uh, attention so um yeah those are the options switch off the phone or put it on vibrate or silent and then put it away at a distance where you can see calls that are coming in so that you know that if it's from the school the children's school you know that you have to pick this up because this might be an emergency but then um you know if it's mercy or Eunice calling you yeah you know it's just just she's probably trying to you know just you about stuff shenanigans that are going on in her life and you know that you can just um Um, ignore uh, that call. But we have to um, be really conscious about what we do with our phones, how we handle phones, tablets, and uh, those sorts of things. So for me, what I do is my phone is always on silent and I leave it in my um, pocket. So I don't bother for anything that uh, buzzes less than I don't, I don't bother for anything that just buzzes once. Of course, if a short buzz, I know it's an SMS. If it's a long buzz, I know it's a phone call. If it's a long buzz that goes on two or three times, then I know that, okay, this is probably an emergency. And then I apologize and whip up my phone and look at it. But this way, I don't have to look at my phone um, every two minutes, every three minutes. It's on silent, it's in my pocket, and I can tell based on how much buzzing goes on, whether uh, this is something that needs my immediate attention or not. And of course, the bride and groom are human beings. So if you ask permission, you'll find that most of them would oblige. Now, the tips that my old man taught me, and uh, that you will find, you know, the much more old school advice that you will get, is number one, you have to check for understanding. So you guys are having a conversation you're talking to the bride you're telling her stuff you're telling the groom stuff you're telling the mother of the bride stuff the father of the groom is telling you stuff you guys you need to check for understanding so after a while you stop the conversation and you say oh okay so uh mommy if i understand you correctly what you're saying is a b c d e f g and if the mother of the bride says you're absolutely correct then you know you're on the right path But then you'll find that sometimes the mother of the buyer will say, ah, no, that's not what I meant. So we're only going to do A, B, C and D all those other ones. They are nice to do, but it doesn't mean it is absolutely essential. So for now, let's just focus on A, B, C, D, all those other ones. Let's chill first when we know how much money it is that we have left over. We know what we're going to do about that. So you have to check for understanding along the way. And in this kind of scenario, The fact that you asked asked that simple question, okay, mommy, so if I understand you correctly, what you're saying is one, two, three. You've been able to confirm the scope of what it is that you guys are uh, planning for, the scope of work um, relating the wedding planning. So active listening skills sometimes allows for you and would encourage you to stop the other person, interrupt the other person, and actually check for understanding because you need to be sure Uh, that you guys are on the same page before you keep going on and on and on. Because if uh, the mother of the bride keeps talking or the bride keeps talking, you're understanding it one way and they're understanding it um, another way, then there's room for uh, miscommunication to occur um, further down. So uh, there are different ways of doing this. You can do it according to your own style or personality. So uh, sometimes what I just say is, okay, if I get you correctly, what you're saying is this. And sometimes I ask a question, so, oh, are you saying that? And then I say um, what it is. Um, So you just come up with your own way, but it's very simple. Apologize, you interrupt and then you ask the question to clarify, to be sure that you are understanding correctly and also to be sure that they are understanding correctly, because we only have effective communication when both of us are on the same page checking for understanding. Absolutely important, because if you remember in the feedback cycle, um, we all have different filters, uh, different personalities, different uh, cultural contexts, um, different religious uh, assumptions, um, all kinds of things that filter the way that we listen. So we have to keep checking to be sure that we are on the same path. Now, the final one, active listening skills, the one that the old school people will tell you, old school foggies like my old man uh that is where we get to no interrupting so let them talk let it all out don't try to finish their sentence you know give them a chance to say what it is that they are trying to say and then after that you can now clarify uh, and ask for um uh ask for understanding check for understanding seek some feedback so the simple things that you would do in an old school context would be you guys you guys uh Let's say you meet in the office or your office. OK, let's say it's your office. That's a place um, situation where you have something under control. You'd close your door so that your colleagues walking past the door and stuff like that uh, wouldn't be a cause of interruption. If it's going to be in your house, maybe you've had a discussion with your wife or your husband ahead of time that, look, it's a really important meeting. Uh, could you please uh, handle the kids? You know, you guys just stay in the room, you know, try and keep them occupied with Uh, ...Netflix or YouTube Kids or something. I just need 30 minutes. Let me just handle this meeting sharp, sharp. Um, You know, stuff like that. So, colleagues walking by, um, children, sounds, you know, all sorts of things. So, uh, if you check any communications texts or if you listen to podcasts that are focused on these sorts of things... um, ...you know, communications, uh, then you'll find a whole lot more. But bottom line is active listening skills... At least for ordinary people like you and me, who are not communications professionals, all that means is we can't just sit down passively and be quiet, and then we're going to pick things up through osmosis. What we have to do is we have to cut out distractions. That is doing something active. Once in a while, it's okay to interrupt and to check for understanding and to say, oh, Madam Bride, are you saying this, that, 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 that? And she says, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And it's then that you'll be able to put in and say, oh, ma." That is not going to work because as a professional photographer, I can tell you that this, 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 that. And, you know, you guys have that conversation, which is better for you to, get to have now rather than for you guys to start quarreling at the end of the wedding day. Because she was saying something that she thought was feasible. You didn't understand. You didn't bother to clarify. And now is the wedding day. And in your own professional opinion, you don't think it's feasible. And then there's a quarrel. So check for understanding along the way. During the conversation, and then uh no interrupting. you do active things to make sure that you don't interrupt. make sure that your spouse is taking care of the kids. close the door don 't let the colleagues come by and If you happen to live next door to neighbors like I do who have um a grinding machine, and uh, for some reason, they just find the weirdest times to uh, start grinding corn or millet and all that other stuff. Then I guess when the bride is coming over, if the meeting is going to be in your house, close the windows and put on the air conditioning so that when the uh you know, when the machine comes on, it's not too much of a distraction. Anyway, so that's it for today. I'll wrap it up here. Active listening skills, extremely important because they help you to pass your message across. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but just take it as an article of faith. If you're not listening, you're not getting the right feedback. If you're not getting the right feedback, you are not going to be able to pass across the message effectively and efficiently. So listen, because it's not just good for the other party, for the bride and the groom or whoever it is that you're talking to, but because it's also good for you as well. So thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I will catch you guys at the next recording.